Welcome back to the Come, Follow Me read-along. This episode contains the selected chapters of the Old Testament scheduled for this week. Thanks for listening. Let's jump in. Genesis chapter 12. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go out from your country, your relatives, and your father's household to the land that I will show you. Then I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great, so that you will exemplify divine blessing. I will bless those who bless you, but the one who treats you lightly I must curse, so that all the families of the earth may receive blessing through you. So Abram left, just as the Lord had told him to do, and Lot went with him. Now Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. And Abram took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, and all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they left for the land of Canaan. They entered the land of Canaan. Abram traveled through the land as far as the oak tree of Morah at Shechem. At that time the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your descendants I will give this land. So Abram built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. Then he moved from there to the hill country east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and worshipped the Lord. Abram continually journeyed by stages down to the Negev. There was a famine in the land, so Abram went down to Egypt to stay for a while because the famine was severe. As he approached Egypt, he said to his wife Sarai, Look, I know that you are a beautiful woman. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife. Then they will kill me, but will keep you alive. So tell them you are my sister, so that it may go well for me because of you, and my life will be spared on account of you. When Abram entered Egypt, the Egyptians saw that the woman was very beautiful. When Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh. So Abram's wife was taken into the household of Pharaoh, and he did treat Abram well on account of her. Abram received sheep and cattle, male donkeys, male servants, female servants, female donkeys, and camels. But the Lord struck Pharaoh and his household with severe diseases because of Sarai, Abram's wife. So Pharaoh summoned Abram and said, What is this you have done to me? Why didn't you tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister, so that I took her to be my wife? Now, here is your wife. Take her and go. Pharaoh gave his men orders about Abram, and so they expelled him, along with his wife and all his possessions. Genesis chapter 13 So Abram went up from Egypt into the Negev. He took his wife and all his possessions with him, as well as Lot. Now Abram was very wealthy in livestock, silver, and gold. And he journeyed from place to place, from the Negev as far as Bethel. He returned to the place where he had pitched his tent at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai. This was the place where he had first built the altar. And there Abram worshipped the Lord. Now Lot, who was traveling with Abram, also had flocks, herds, and tents. 
but the land could not support them while they were living side by side. Because their possessions were so great, they were not able to live alongside one another. So there were quarrels between Abram's herdsmen and Lot's herdsmen. Now, the Canaanites and the Perizzites were living in the land at that time. Abram said to Lot, Let there be no quarreling between me and you, and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are close relatives. Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself now from me. If you go to the left, then I'll go to the right. But if you go to the right, then I'll go to the left. Lot looked up and saw the whole region of the Jordan. He noticed that all of it was well watered. This was before the Lord obliterated Sodom and Gomorrah. Like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, all the way to Zoar. Lot chose for himself the whole region of the Jordan and traveled toward the east. So the relatives separated from each other. Abram settled in the land of Canaan, but Lot settled among the cities of the Jordan plain and pitched his tents next to Sodom. Now, the people of Sodom were extremely wicked rebels against the Lord. After Lot had departed, the Lord said to Abram, Look, from the place where you stand to the north, south, east, and west, I will give all the land that you see to you and your descendants forever. And I will make your descendants like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone is able to count the dust of the earth, then your descendants can also be counted. Get up and walk throughout the land, for I will give it to you. So Abram moved his tents and went to live by the oaks of Mamre in Hebron, and he built an altar to the Lord there. Genesis chapter 14 At that time, Amraphel, king of Shinar, Arioch, king of Elisar, Kedorlaomer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of nations, went to war against Bera, king of Sodom, Birsha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, Shemeber, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is Zoar. These last five kings joined forces in the valley of Sidim, that is, the Salt Sea. For twelve years they had served Kedorlaomer, but in the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Kedorlaomer and the kings who were his allies came and defeated the Rephaites in Ashtaroth Carnaim, the Zuzaites in Ham, the Emites in Shava Kiriathaim, and the Horites in their hill country of Seir, as far as El Paran, which is near the desert. Then they attacked and Mishpat that is, Kadesh, again. And they conquered all the territory of the Amalekites, as well as the Amorites, who were living in Hazazon Tamar. Then the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is, Zoar, went out and prepared for battle. In the valley of Sidim they met. Kedorlaomer, king of Elam, Tidal, king of nations, Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Elisar. Four kings fought against five. Now the valley of Sidim was full of tar pits. When the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, they fell into them, but some survivors fled to the hills. The four victorious kings took all the possessions and food of Sodom and Gomorrah and left. They also took Abram's nephew, Lot, and his possessions when they left, for Lot was living in Sodom. A fugitive came and told Abram the Hebrew, 
Now Abram was living by the oaks of Mamre the Amorite, the brother of Eshcol and Anar. All these were allied by treaty with Abram. When Abram heard that his nephew had been taken captive, he mobilized his 318 trained men who had been born in his household, and he pursued the invaders as far as Dan. Then, during the night, Abram divided his forces against them and defeated them. He chased them as far as Hobah, which is north of Damascus. He retrieved all the stolen property. He also brought back his nephew Lot and his possessions, as well as the women and the rest of the people. After Abram returned from defeating Kederleomer and the kings who were with him, the king of Sodom went out to meet Abram in the valley of Sheva, known as the King's Valley. Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. Now he was the priest of the Most High God. He blessed Abram, saying, Blessed be Abram by the Most High God, creator of heaven and earth. Worthy of praise is the Most High God, who delivered your enemies into your hand. Abram gave Melchizedek a tenth of everything. Then the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the people and take the possessions for yourself. But Abram replied to the king of Sodom, I raise my hand to the Lord, the Most High God, creator of heaven and earth, and vow that I will take nothing belonging to you, not even a thread or the strap of a sandal. That way you can never say, It is I who made Abram rich. I will take nothing except compensation for what the young men have eaten. As for the share of the men who went with me, Aner, Eshkol, and Mamre, let them take their share. Genesis chapter 15 After these things, the Lord's message came to Abram in a vision. Fear not, Abram. I am your shield and the one who will reward you in great abundance. But Abram said, O sovereign Lord, what will you give me since I continue to be childless and my heir is Eleazar of Damascus? Abram added, Since you have not given me a descendant, then look, one born in my house will be my heir. But look, the Lord's message came to him. This man will not be your heir, but instead a son who comes from your own body will be your heir. The Lord took him outside and says, Gaze into the sky and count the stars, if you are able to count them. Then he said to him, So will your descendants be. Abram believed the Lord, and the Lord credited it as righteousness to him. The Lord said to him, I am the Lord, who brought you out from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But Abram said, O sovereign Lord, by what can I know that I am to possess it? The Lord said to him, Take for me a heifer, a goat, and a ram, each three years old, along with a dove and a young pigeon. So Abram took all these for him and then cut them in two and placed each half opposite the other. But he did not cut the birds in half. When birds of prey came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. When the sun went down, Abram fell sound asleep, and great terror overwhelmed him. Then the Lord said to Abram, Know for certain that your descendants will be strangers in a foreign country. They will be enslaved and oppressed for four hundred years. But I will execute judgment on the nation that they will serve. Afterward, they will come out with many possessions. But as for you, 
you will go to your ancestors in peace and be buried at a good old age. In the fourth generation, your descendants will return here, for the sin of the Amorites has not yet reached its limit. When the sun had gone down and it was dark, a smoking firepot with a flaming torch passed between the animal parts. That day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram. To your descendants I give this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the Euphrates River, the land of the Kenites, Kenizzites, Cadmonites, Hittites, Perizzites, Rephaites, Amorites, Canaanites, Girgashites, and Jebusites. Genesis chapter 16 Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had not given birth to any children, but she had an Egyptian servant named Hagar. So Sarai said to Abraham, Since the Lord has prevented me from having children, please sleep with my servant. Perhaps I can have a family by her. Abram did what Sarai told him. So after Abram had lived in Canaan for ten years, Sarai, Abram's wife, gave Hagar, her Egyptian servant, to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar, and she became pregnant. Once Hagar realized she was pregnant, she despised Sarai. Then Sarai said to Abram, You have brought this wrong on me. I gave my servant into your embrace. But when she realized that she was pregnant, she despised me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Abram said to Sarai, Since your servant is under your authority, do to her whatever you think best. Then Sarai treated Hagar harshly, so she ran away from Sarai. The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring that is along the road to Shur. He said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? She replied, I'm running away from my mistress, Sarai. Then the angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit to her authority. I will greatly multiply your descendants, the angel of the Lord added, so that they will be too numerous to count. Then the angel of the Lord said to her, You are now pregnant and are about to give birth to a son. You are to name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard your painful groans. He will be a wild donkey of a man. He will be hostile to everyone, and everyone will be hostile to him. He will live away from his brothers. So Hagar named the Lord who spoke to her, You are the God who sees me. For she said, Here I have seen one who sees me. That is why the well was called Beer Lahai Roy. It is located between Kadesh and Barad. So Hagar gave birth to Abram's son, whom Abram named Ishmael. Now Abram was 86 years old when Hagar gave birth to Ishmael. Genesis chapter 17 When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the sovereign God. Walk before me and be blameless. Then I will confirm my covenant between me and you, and I will give you a multitude of descendants. Abram bowed down with his face to the ground, and God said to him, 
As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer will your name be Abram. Instead, your name will be Abraham, because I will make you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you extremely fruitful. I will make nations of you, and kings will descend from you. I will confirm my covenant as a perpetual covenant between me and you. It will extend to your descendants after you throughout their generations. I will be your God and the God of your descendants after you. I will give the whole land of Canaan, the land where you are now residing, to you and your descendants after you as a permanent possession. I will be their God. Then God said to Abraham, As for you, you must keep the covenantal requirement I am imposing on you and your descendants after you throughout their generations. This is my requirement that you and your descendants after you must keep. Every male among you must be circumcised. You must circumcise the flesh of your foreskins. This will be a reminder of the covenant between me and you. Throughout your generations, every male among you who is eight days old must be circumcised, whether born in your house or bought with money from any foreigner who is not one of your descendants. They must indeed be circumcised, whether born in your house or bought with money. The sign of my covenant will be visible in your flesh as a permanent reminder. Any uncircumcised male who has not been circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin will be cut off from his people. He has failed to carry out my requirement. Then God said to Abraham, As for your wife, you must no longer call her Sarai. Sarah will be her name. I will bless her and will give you a son through her. I will bless her and she will become a mother of nations. Kings of countries will come from her. Then Abraham bowed down with his face to the ground and laughed as he said to himself, Can a son be born to a man who is a hundred years old? Can Sarah bear a child at the age of ninety? Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. God said, No. Sarah, your wife, is going to bear you a son, and you will name him Isaac. I will confirm my covenant with him as a perpetual covenant for his descendants after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard you. I will indeed bless him, make him fruitful, and give him a multitude of descendants. He will become the father of twelve princes. I will make him into a great nation. But I will establish my covenant with Isaac, whom Sarah will bear to you at this set time next year. When he finished speaking with Abraham, God went up from him. Abraham took his son Ishmael and every male in his household, whether born in his house or bought with money, and circumcised them on that very same day, just as God had told him to do. Now Abraham was ninety-nine years old when he was circumcised. His son Ishmael was thirteen years old when he was circumcised. Abraham and his son Ishmael were circumcised on the very same day. All the men of his household, whether born in his household or bought with money from a foreigner, were circumcised with him. The Book of Abraham, translated from the Papyrus, 
by Joseph Smith, a translation of some ancient records that have fallen into our hands from the catacombs of Egypt. The writings of Abraham while he was in Egypt, called the Book of Abraham, written by his own hand upon papyrus. Abraham chapter 1 In the land of the Chaldeans, at the residence of my fathers, I, Abraham, saw that it was needful for me to obtain another place of residence. And finding there was greater happiness and peace and rest for me, I sought for the blessings of the fathers, and the right whereunto I should be ordained to administer the same, having been myself a follower of righteousness, desiring also to be one who possessed great knowledge, and to be a greater follower of righteousness, and to possess a greater knowledge, and to be a father of many nations, a prince of peace, and desiring to receive instructions, and to keep the commandments of God, I became a rightful heir, a high priest, holding the right belonging to the fathers. It was conferred upon me from the fathers. It came down from the fathers, from the beginning of time, yea, even from the beginning, or before the foundation of the earth, down to the present time, even the right of the firstborn, or the first man who is Adam, or first father, through the fathers unto me. I sought for mine appointment unto the priesthood, according to the appointment of God, unto the fathers concerning the seed. My fathers, having turned from their righteousness, and from the holy commandments which the Lord their God had given unto them, unto the worshipping of the gods of the heathen, utterly refused to hearken to my voice. For their hearts were set to do evil, and were wholly turned to the god of Elkanah, and the god of Libna, and the god of Mamakrah, and the god of Korash, and the god of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Therefore they turned their hearts to the sacrifice of the heathen, in offering up their children unto these dumb idols, and hearkened not unto my voice, but endeavored to take away my life by the hand of the priest of Elkanah. The priest of Elkanah was also the priest of Pharaoh. Now at this time it was the custom of the priest of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, to offer up upon the altar which was built in the land of Chaldea for the offering unto these strange gods, men, women, and children. And it came to pass that the priest made an offering unto the god of Pharaoh, and also unto the god of Shagriel, even after the manner of the Egyptians. Now the god of Shagriel was the sun. Even the thank-offering of a child did the priest of Pharaoh offer upon the altar, which stood by the hill called Potiphar's hill, at the head of the plain of Olishem. Now this priest had offered upon this altar three virgins at one time, who were the daughters of Onita, one of the royal descent, directly from the loins of Ham. These virgins were offered up because of their virtue. They would not bow down to worship gods of wood or of stone. Therefore they were killed upon this altar, and it was done after the manner of the Egyptians. And it came to pass that the priests laid violence upon me, that they might slay me also, as they did those virgins upon this altar. And that you may have a knowledge of this altar, I will refer you to the representation at the commencement of this record. It was made after the form of a bedstead, such as was had among the Chaldeans, and it stood before the gods of Elkanah, Libna, Mamakra, Korash, and also a god like unto that of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. That you may have an understanding of these gods, I have given you the fashion of them in the figures at the beginning, which manner of figures is called by the Chaldeans Rahlianos, 
which signifies hieroglyphics. And as they lifted up their hands upon me, that they might offer me up and take away my life, behold, I lifted up my voice unto the Lord my God, and the Lord hearkened and heard. And he filled me with the vision of the Almighty, and the angel of his presence stood by me, and immediately unloosed my bands. And his voice was unto me, Abraham, Abraham, behold, my name is Jehovah, and I have heard thee, and have come down to deliver thee, and to take thee away from thy father's house, and from all thy kinsfolk, into a strange land which thou knowest not of. And this, because they have turned their hearts away from me, to worship the god of Elkanah, and the god of Libna, and the god of Mamakra, and the god of Korash, and the god of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Therefore I have come down to visit them, and to destroy him who hath lifted up his hand against thee, Abraham, my son, to take away thy life. Behold, I will lead thee by the hand, and I will take thee, to put upon thee my name, even the priesthood of thy father, and my power shall be over thee. As it was with Noah, so shall it be with thee. But through thy ministry my name shall be known in the earth forever. For I am thy God. Behold, Potiphar's hill was in the land of Ur, of Chaldea. And the Lord broke down the altar of Elkanah, and of the gods of the land, and utterly destroyed them, and smote the priest, that he died. And there was great mourning in Chaldea, and also in the court of Pharaoh, which Pharaoh signifies king by royal blood. Now this king of Egypt was a descendant from the loins of Ham, and was a partaker of the blood of the Canaanites by birth. From this descent sprang all the Egyptians, and thus the blood of the Canaanites was preserved in the land the land of Egypt being first discovered by a woman, who was the daughter of Ham and the daughter of Egyptus, which in the Chaldean signifies Egypt, which signifies that which is forbidden. When this woman discovered the land, it was under water, who afterwards settled her sons in it, and thus from Ham sprang the race which preserved the curse in the land. Now the first government of Egypt was established by Pharaoh, the eldest son of Egyptus, the daughter of Ham, and it was after the manner of the government of Ham, which was patriarchal. Pharaoh, being a righteous man, established his kingdom and judged his people wisely and justly all his days, seeking earnestly to imitate that order established by the fathers in the first generations, in the days of the first patriarchal reign, even in the reign of Adam, and also of Noah, his father, who blessed him with the blessings of the earth, and with the blessings of wisdom, but cursed him as pertaining to the priesthood. Now Pharaoh, being of that lineage by which he could not have the right of priesthood, notwithstanding the Pharaohs would fain claim it from Noah through Ham, therefore my father was led away by their idolatry. But I shall endeavor hereafter to delineate the chronology running back from myself to the beginning of the creation, for the records have come into my hands, which I hold unto this present time. Now after the priest of Elkanah was smitten that he died, there came a fulfillment of those things which were said unto me concerning the land of Chaldea, that there should be a famine in the land. Accordingly, a famine prevailed throughout all the land of Chaldea, and my father was sorely tormented because of the famine. 
and he repented of the evil which he had determined against me to take away my life. But the records of the fathers, even the patriarchs, concerning the right of priesthood, the Lord my God preserved in mine own hands. Therefore, a knowledge of the beginning of the creation, and also of the planets, and of the stars, as they were made known unto the fathers, have I kept even unto this day. And I shall endeavor to write some of these things upon this record, for the benefit of my posterity that shall come after me. Abraham chapter 2 Now the Lord God caused the famine to wax sore in the land of Ur, insomuch that Haran, my brother, died. But Terah, my father, yet lived in the land of Ur of the Chaldees. And it came to pass that I, Abraham, took Sarai to wife, and Nahor, my brother, took Milcah to wife, who was the daughter of Haran. Now the Lord had said unto me, Abraham, get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Therefore I left the land of Ur of the Chaldees, to go into the land of Canaan. And I took Lot, my brother's son, and his wife, and Sarai, my wife, and also my father followed after me, unto the land which we denominated Haran. And the famine abated, and my father tarried in Haran, and dwelt there, as there were many flocks in Haran, and my father turned again unto his idolatry. Therefore he continued in Haran. But I, Abraham, and Lot, my brother's son, prayed unto the Lord. And the Lord appeared unto me, and said unto me, Arise, and take Lot with thee. For I have purposed to take thee away out of Haran, and to make of thee a minister, to bear my name in a strange land, which I will give unto thy seed after thee for an everlasting possession, when they hearken to my voice. For I am the Lord thy God, I dwell in heaven, the earth is my footstool. I stretch my hand over the sea, and it obeys my voice. I cause the wind and the fire to be my chariot. I say to the mountains, Depart hence, and behold, they are taken away by a whirlwind, in an instant, suddenly. My name is Jehovah, and I know the end from the beginning. Therefore my hand shall be over thee, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee above measure, and make thy name great among all nations. And thou shalt be a blessing unto thy seed after thee, that in their hands they shall bear this ministry and priesthood unto all nations. And I will bless them through thy name, for as many as receive this gospel shall be called after thy name, and shall be accounted thy seed." and shall rise up and bless thee as their father. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee, and in thee that is in thy priesthood, and in thy seed that is thy priesthood. For I give unto thee a promise, that this right shall continue in thee, and in thy seed after thee, that is to say the literal seed, or the seed of the body, shall all the families of the earth be blessed, even with the blessings of the gospel, which are the blessings of salvation, even of life eternal. Now after the Lord had withdrawn from speaking to me, and withdrawn his face from me, I said in my heart, Thy servant has sought thee earnestly. Now I have found thee. Thou didst send thine angel to deliver me from the gods of Elkanah, and I will do well to hearken unto thy voice. 
Therefore let thy servant rise up and depart in peace. So I, Abraham, departed as the Lord had said unto me, and Lot with me. And I, Abraham, was sixty and two years old when I departed out of Haran. And I took Sarai, whom I took to wife when I was in Ur in Chaldea, and Lot, my brother's son, and all our substance that we had gathered, and the souls that we had won in Haran, and came forth in the way to the land of Canaan, and dwelt in tents as we came on our way. Therefore eternity was our covering, and our rock and our salvation, as we journeyed from Haran by the way of Jershon to come to the land of Canaan. Now I, Abraham, built an altar in the land of Jershon, and made an offering unto the Lord, and prayed that the famine might be turned away from my father's house, that they might not perish. And then we passed from Jershon through the land unto the place of Sechem. It was situated in the plains of Morah, and we had already come into the borders of the land of the Canaanites. And I offered sacrifice there in the plains of Morah, and called on the Lord devoutly, because we had already come into the land of this idolatrous nation. And the Lord appeared unto me in answer to my prayers, and said unto me, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And I, Abraham, arose from the place of the altar which I had built unto the Lord, and removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched my tent there, Bethel on the west, and Hai on the east. And there I built another altar unto the Lord, and called again upon the name of the Lord. And I, Abraham, journeyed, going on still towards the south. And there was a continuation of a famine in the land. And I, Abraham, concluded to go down into Egypt, to sojourn there, for the famine became very grievous. And it came to pass, when I was come near to enter into Egypt, the Lord said unto me, Behold, Sarai thy wife is a very fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see her, they will say, She is his wife, and they will kill you, but they will save her alive. Therefore see that ye do on this wise. Let her say unto the Egyptians, She is thy sister, and thy soul shall live. And it came to pass that I, Abraham, told Sarai, my wife, all that the Lord had said unto me. Therefore say unto them, I pray thee, Thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. 